Let us pray. Our loving Father in heaven, thank you for making us to be worthy to be among the living today. Thank you, Father, for good health. Thank you, Lord, for the air we breathe, the water we drink, even the cool weather. And sometimes it's hot too, but we thank you nevertheless. Father in heaven, right now, today, we want you to speak to us. We want you to give us direction. We want you to help us so that we can live for you today. As we go through our devotion, put your words in our mouth and help us to speak words of life to those who will listen. Do this, O Lord, and take the glory. Bless us all with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Our high calling, January 27, Enjoyment of the Truth Teach me thy way, O Lord, I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name, Psalms 86, verse 11. Say with your whole heart, I will walk in thy truth. Every resolution expressed in the fear of God will give strength to purpose and to faith. It will tend to stimulate and to humble, to strengthen and confirm. I will walk in thy truth. Truth deserves our confidence, nonetheless, because the world is flooded with fables because error and counterfeit are in circulation, it only evidences the fact that there is truth, genuine truth, somewhere. It is not enough for us to hear the truth only. God requires of us obedience. Blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Luke 11 verse 28 If you know these things, Happy are ye if ye do them. John 13 verse 17 We may walk in the enjoyment of the truth. It need not be to us a yoke of bondage, but a consolation, a message to us of glad tidings of great joy, animating our hearts and causing us to make melody in our hearts unto God. Through patience and comfort of the scriptures, we have hope. The Christian hope is not gloomy, comfortless. Oh, no, no. It does not shut us up in a prison of doubts and fears. The truth makes free those who love and are sanctified through it. They walk in the glorious liberty of the sons of God. We who claim to believe the truth should reveal its fruits in our words and character. We are to be far advanced in a knowledge of Jesus Christ, in the reception of his love for God and for our neighbor, in order to have the sunlight of heaven shining in our daily life. Truth must reach down to the deepest recesses of the soul and cleanse away everything unlike the Spirit of Christ, and the vacuum be supplied 
by the attributes of his character, who was pure and holy and undefiled, that all the springs of the heart may be as flowers, fragrant with perfume, a sweet-smelling savour, a savour of life unto life. It is truth enshrined in the soul that makes one a man of God. Amen. The title of our devotion is Enjoyment of the Truth. Two days ago, we looked at the Bible, the Bible, a light for my way, and we we were able to understand that when we want to expand our mind and increase our faculties, there is no book that will help us to do that better than the Bible. We saw in that reading that it is the Word of God that should be our guide in this sea of life and yesterday we saw truth in the heart how we are expected to live by the truth firmly hold the truth publicly privately not caring about cancel culture not caring about what people would say but to hold the banner of truth aloft and to stand firmly on the platform of truth that is what we are supposed to do. The truth is supposed to affect us everywhere. And today we are looking at the enjoyment of the truth. It's a very important topic as we look at it, enjoyment of the truth. How can we bring ourselves to a position where we can say, I am enjoying the truth? You see, it is possible for the truth not to be enjoyed. The truth is not enjoyment for certain people and for others it is enjoyment. The truth is only enjoyment for us if we know it and keep it, if we know it and do it. And that is why in the book of John 13 verse 17, Jesus said, If you know these things, happy enjoyment are ye if you do them. But if we do not do them, it is a curse. And that's why it's for this kind of reason that Solomon said much knowledge increases our sorrow because of what purpose is it for you to know the truth and yet you are not keeping it it was richard baxter who write who wrote in his book the reformed pastor something of this nature i'm not quoting it verbatim but he said something like this that if a preacher is not taking heed to himself and walking according to the truth and he keeps preaching the truth of what benefit is it to him to preach it when he's not doing it? For every time he preaches it, he's only talking about his misery in the fact that he's not going to have the blessings of the truth. And every time he talks about it, of what benefit is it to him? Because every time he talks about it, it is a shame to him seeing that everything he's talking about, he's condemning himself. Truth is not going to be enjoyment for us if we are not walking in it. If we know the truth and talk about the truth and yet not do it, we are only every time we talk about it, we talk about our misery. And every time we talk about it, we condemn ourselves. Truth is enjoyment 
only if we walk in it. So the question now should be, how can I learn to walk in the truth? Yesterday we looked at how to have truth in the heart and that is through the Holy Spirit impressing the truth in our heart, having Jesus in your heart and of course the truth is the commandments of God, the word of God. Its work is to sanctify us. So now, the only way we can enjoy the truth is by obeying it. First thing is to know the truth. Having known the truth, we then make efforts to keep it. Now we are being taught a way to do that. The first paragraph here says, Say with your whole heart, I will walk in the truth, in thy truth. Every resolution expressed in the fear of God will give strength to the purpose and to faith. It will tend to stimulate and to humble, to strengthen and confirm. I will walk in thy truth. Truth deserves our confidence nonetheless because the world is flooded with fables. So, first thing we are learning here, if you want to enjoy the truth, don't say just in your heart. Open your mouth and say, I will walk in thy truth. Not just in the morning, but especially I would say whenever we are having temptations to go against the truth. You say to yourself and say it out, I will walk in thy truth. In saying this, it gives, like it says here, it gives confirmation and strength to us. It will stimulate us and humble us to walk according to the truth when we open our mouth and say, I will walk in thy truth. So God is helping us today to make us understand what can give us strength. How do we know that this works? The Bible says that with the mouth, we make confession unto what? Salvation. So let us take advantage of that principle and law of the mind that the more we say something, the more we hear ourselves say that thing, it influences us. It is just like subliminal messaging, but it is not necessarily so. You see, you are what you feed upon. As you study the word of God and feed yourself with the word of God, feed your soul with the word of God, it helps you to walk in that direction. But then, every time we open our mouth to say something contrary to the word of God, we who are saying it are affected by what we say. The things we say, our ear hears and it comes back to us doubly. So by saying it, you are affecting yourself. And then by hearing it, you are also affecting your mind. So by saying and hearing negative things, you move in the negative direction. But if we will positively say these words, I will walk in thy truth. We don't just say it and affect ourselves, but we hear ourselves. And by hearing, by beholding, we become changed. You know, when the Bible gives that principle of by beholding, we become changed. It's not just by beholding with the eyes. Your senses, whatever your senses dwell upon, it affects your character. So, when you speak and your ear hears you say to yourself, I will walk in thy truth, it gives you more strength and confirmation to indeed walk in the truth. It helps you to humble yourself and it stimulates you to indeed walk in that truth. So, if we want to enjoy the truth, say it, I will walk in thy truth. Because David himself said it here in Psalms 86 verse 11. He said, teach me thy way, O Lord, I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. So, after saying it, 
The next thing is Jesus says in John 13, 17, If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. What is the purpose of the truth of the heart? It is to sanctify us. In the book of 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22, he, Peter writes under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. In the Psalms 91 verse 4, we see another advantage of the truth. It says here, His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. This is the enjoyment of the truth here. When you walk in the truth, that is when you will enjoy it. The truth will be a shield and buckler to you. It will protect you from a lot of harm. And as according, according to what Peter also said, the truth will sanctify or purify us. And that is the only way we can enjoy the truth. The enjoyment of the truth comes in the enjoyment of a life free from sin, free from bad habits, free from the chains of addiction that the devil holds us with. I know people and even myself, I can tell you the same thing, how the truth has made me free. And I know people who can tell you the same story. But only when you obey it does it make you free. That is when you start to enjoy the truth. Recently, I was speaking with someone who is in a chain. You know, many of us understand this condition where you break the law of God and then become a slave to sin. It is only the truth that can make you free because sin puts you in bondage. A young lady called me and said she needed to talk to me. But what was the problem? This young lady broke the laws of social reform and engaged in unlawful acts with another young man. Not as far as having sex, but, you know, all the other romantic acts and foreplay. And now she's saying that the mind is corrupt and every time there are cravings in the body to go back to these acts because the body registered it, the mind registered it and said, oh, this thing was pleasant to, the, to, to me. I want more of it. And now this person seems to be in some kind of battle in the mind to want to look just looking for someone to have this pleasure with i bring this up to make you understand how sin can put someone in bondage but it is only the truth that can make this person free of course i explained all these things of how the love of christ can make one free but i do know how how addictive these behaviors can be and how difficult it is to come out of it. And I don't know what it feels like when you have finally gotten the victory over something, when the truth has actually made you free. It is indeed enjoyment. Once you are in bondage to fashion, in bondage to any addictive behavior at all, when you get the freedom it's only the truth that does that. But when you get the freedom by obeying the truth, you realize some kind of calmness in you. It's just like a heavy weight was dropped out of your chest and you are free. 
that is when you revel in the enjoyment of truth and i remember one friend of mine who after ending a nasty and terrible relationship that involved a lot of evil practices when when this friend got the victory sang joyfully out of my bondage sorrow and night jesus i come to thee and all that because this person was enjoying the truth once this friend of mine was in bondage now enjoying the freedom that the truth gives was able to sing out of my bondage sorrow and night jesus i come to thee and many of us are in the same bondage but except we have the truth in the heart be purified by obedience to the truth we will not be able to enjoy the truth we can be able to say out of my bondage surah and i jesus i come into thy freedom gladness and light out of my sickness into thy health out of my want and into thy wealth out of my sin and into thyself jesus i come to thee out of my shameful failure and loss into the glorious gain of the cross jesus i come to thee out of earth's sorrows into thy balm out of life's storms and into thy calm out of distress to jubilant psalm jesus i come to thee out of unrest and arrogant pride into thy blessed will to abide out of myself to dwell in thy love out of despair into raptures above upward for i on wings like a dove jesus i come to thee out of the fear and dread of the tomb into the joy and light of thy home out of the depths of ruin untold into the peace of thy sheltering fold ever thy glorious face to behold jesus i come to thee the only way we can experience this joy that is expressed in this song when somebody is saying out of my bondage sorrow and night out of my shameful failure and loss out of my the, the, the fear and dread of the tomb because that's what happens to us when we are still living in sin we live in fear out of unrest and arrogant pride the only way we can come out of all these things is when we are purified by obedience to the truth then we can enjoy the truth and sing this song with joy god wants us to enjoy the truth but when you know the truth and you're not keeping it you are in misery for those who don't even know it their condition is not maybe not necessarily better because they still face the consequences but when the knowledge comes and you're not still doing it it even makes your misery worse we need to be sanctified by obedience to the truth we have already talked about what the truth does to us in yesterday's devotion how it will affect our words and our character we will not speak on kind words we will live according to the commandments of god for more information on that you can listen to the devotion we had yesterday on what the truth does to us in sanctifying us and its fruits revealed in a life in accordance to the commandments of god it is my prayer that we all will experience the enjoyment of the truth that we may be able to obey the truth and in obedience to it we will not be sad while obeying the truth because some people feel sad while obeying the truth and it's because of the perception they have in their mind they allow the societal standards to dictate for them what they should be peer pressure pushes them into areas where they should be like 
the lady who I was talking about that is in a bondage of cravings of the flesh was telling me that she knows what is right but because of peer pressure everybody has a boyfriend and I cannot feel comfortable not having one and I asked her who gave you the standards to live by she said it's the society that gave me the standards and I asked her why can't you feel comfortable by yourself knowing that Jesus loves you why can't that be sufficient for you and then why is it that you're dressing in a way to attract wrong people to yourself and she said if I dress the right way I'll feel odd some people do the right thing but yet they don't enjoy it why because they allow society to set standards for them so someone can still practice the truth and yet is feeling sad and not enjoying it why because you allow the society to set the standard of what it is to me to be happy you allow the world to crowd before you its standards and its demands and you want to keep and fit to that standard instead of looking up to jesus and not caring what the world says if we want to follow the truth and yet we are sad because of what the world is doing and we are not in line or fitting into the world's mold and standard then we will not enjoy the truth we need to focus and look at look at jesus and understand the benefits of the truth and in understanding the benefits of the truth you won't feel sad while following it you will know that oh, the world is the one who is missing out the world likes to paint it as if those who are following the truth are missing out but if you understand the truth indeed you will realize that you're not missing anything when you are following the truth and that it is the world who is actually missing out on a life of freedom missing out on the hope of a mansion above in heaven hope of a new life eternal life in the kingdom of god why should i feel sad why should i not enjoy what i'm doing when i know that what i'm doing is going to give me eternal life when i know that it's going to give me freedom in this present world when i know that in this present world it is going to give me a clear conscience who can buy a clear conscience nothing can buy a clear conscience all the things that the world does doesn't give a clear conscience when i know that the truth is giving me all these things why should i feel ashamed why should i enjoy what i'm doing so to those of us who feel ashamed when following the truth think again there's nothing the world is doing that is beneficial to us so how can we bring ourselves to a position where we practice the truth and are enjoying it i think that question would be for me am i enjoying the truth that i am practicing and why am i enjoying it and i'll tell you why i practice what i know is the truth the word of god the commandments of god and any time I go against it, I am not happy. My happiness is strongly, entirely, 100% dependent on my walking in the truth. And any time I go against it, I am sad. Why is that so? And I'll tell you why now. The reason is I understand the benefits of walking in the truth. Some people, like I said earlier, are walking in the truth and are sad. I know someone who had exams on Sabbath, did not write it and was crying. I know somebody else who changed dress and because of that change was ashamed. I know others who would speak the right things or avoid something and then their friends mock them or even if they don't mock them, they feel like they are missing out on something. That person's love is not perfect and this person is not enjoying the truth. We want to enjoy the truth. The enjoyment of the truth comes from one of one thing which you've said earlier the knowledge that you are free from bondage of sin 
the peace that comes in the heart when you know that all is well between you and God. That is where the true enjoyment comes from. That clear conscience between you and God. But because the devil crowds before our eyes, um, how do I put it now? Fake things, lies that makes us think that oh, enjoyment comes from having a phone, enjoyment comes from having a girlfriend, enjoyment comes from sex, even when not in marriage, enjoyment comes from so many things. There's this happiness short clip on a cartoon on happiness that I saw here, the rat race. Everybody was tra- running, running, trying to get a job, and when you get the job, you are still not happy. Then the next thing you go to drugs, uh, oh, no, rather you see adverts or a phone, you buy it, and then it makes you happy for a moment, and then the next thing you are sad again, and then the next thing there is an advert for a television, Black Friday. Everybody goes rush to buy something on Black Friday, come out broken leg and broken hands and injuries with what you wanted to buy. And then just as soon as you come out, you feel happy, and then the next thing you are sad. Next thing, oh, another thing to buy a car buy the car and drive and for a moment you're happy and the next thing you get used to it it's no longer making you happy and then the next thing is into alcohol drugs nothing makes you happy at the end of the day but the devil wants to make you think that it is happiness is tied to material things but no turn your eyes away from those things and you will enjoy the truth now how do you enjoy it the knowledge first of all i said the peace that comes between you and god then again the knowledge that those who laugh last will laugh best. There's that song we usually talk about that is titled The Fools for Christ. In the last verse of it, it says, To live for Christ is foolish to the world. But when the sinners into hell are hurled, then fools for Christ have not a single fear. Then who was truly foolish, it will be clear. Without exception, every man is a fool. I choose for Christ and bear the ridicule. I glory in my weakness and my shame, for earthly loss will bring eternal gain. It is uh, in this knowledge that those who are counted as fools today, who are walking in the truth, when I walk in the truth and somebody thinks that he is enjoying something that I am not, I enjoy myself. Why I enjoy myself is, apart from the peace I have with God, there is that promise that I believe in, that one day Jesus will come and perfect what he has promised and that I will have life eternal, and that I will live with Jesus in a world without fear, without war, without death, without crying, without pain. I will live in a world that is pleasures forevermore. After billions of years, I would have just started my life, and then there is still eternity before me. The truth, I will enjoy walking in it with this knowledge in my mind. I enjoy walking in the truth because I know what the truth is preparing for me. Not just in this present world, but in the world to come. So whatever losses I am getting while walking in the truth, I will not look at those losses. I would rather fix my eyes at the joy that is set before me and despise those things that look as if I'm losing something. And I will, Because if I focus on those things, I will not enjoy the truth. The only way I can enjoy the truth is, first of all, be content that me and God have peace. I am happy with that. Then furthermore, he has promised that all who walk in the truth, the truth will be your shield and your buckler. It will protect you from a lot of things in this world. And then in the world to come, eternal life with all the pleasures forevermore. In this knowledge, you will enjoy the truth. May God give us the grace to be firm when following the truth and to enjoy the truth by obedience to it, both while doing it, being happy about it. 
in Jesus name Amen. teach me thy way O Lord and I will walk in thy truth unite my heart to fear thy name Psalms 86 verse 11 unites my heart to fear thy name in this line is telling me that I need unity of heart before I can fear the name of the Lord because our hearts sometimes are divided maybe that's why we do not enjoy the truth we're walking on this side but our heart is on the other side talking about Lord's wife we were told in Patriarchs and Prophet that whilst her feet was on the plains her heart was still in Sodom and then she turned back and turned and started going towards the land again and that's why she turned into salt her heart was deceitful Jeremiah 48 verse 10 said cursed be the man cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully I'll read from Great Controversy 597 Paragraph 2, he said, The truth and the glory of God are inseparable. It is impossible for us, with the Bible within our reach, to honor God by erroneous opinions. The truth cannot be separated from the glory of God. That's a serious statement. It is the first and highest duty of every rational being to learn from the scriptures what is truth. And then to walk in the light and encourage others to follow his example. We should day by day study the Bible diligently, weighing every thought and comparing scripture with scripture. With divine help, we are to form our opinions for ourselves as we are to answer for ourselves before God. It was Jesus who said, Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set thee free our freedom our liberty is in the knowledge of the truth whatever looks like truth whatever looks like freedom outside of the truth it will lead to an awful bondage it is truth enshrined in the soul that makes one a man of god truth enshrined the truth crowned living in the soul that makes a man a man of God if I be a man of God let fire come down from heaven those were the words of Elijah if I be a man of God let fire come down from heaven in the closing work of God in the earth the standard of his law will be again exalted Elijah preached truth fearlessly and then it was said of John that he will come in the spirit and power of Elijah when he came he preached the truth and Jesus said he was the greatest of all the men that live and he never did any miracle remembered but now telling us that when he preached the truth even Satan trembled when he heard his voice preaching truth fearlessly and then men we're running down these days before we call people to the church we use all kinds of technique and try to bribe them 
but he was telling the people, calling them all kinds of names. But they rushed and came down to be baptized because they heard truth fall from his lips. And he was not only speaking it, he was leaving it. Because you see, when as we leave the truth, the Spirit of the Lord will back the words we speak and give it power. The voice of John was to sound forth from the wilderness in stern rebuke of the sinful indulgences of the people and of his and his own abstemiousness habit. His abstemious habits were also to be a reproof of the excess and the excesses of his time. Now, in our own time now, we've been told that in the hour of greatest peril, the God of Elijah will raise up human instrumentalities to bear a message that will not be silenced. The voice of stern rebuke will be heard. Boldly, we'll go forth and proclaim the message. Now, you see the responsibility that is resting upon the children of God today, that we must learn to leave the truth in order for us to begin to enjoy the benefit, to enjoy the freedom that comes with truth. When you speak truth, you don't need to remember what you said. You see, when we live in lies and speaking lies, you have to remember another lie to cover the other lie you told. And because lies like having one leg, you need to support and support and support. And then you will leave, you, you just make a mess of everything. Your life will be in shambles. So we need to speak truth at all times and to live it that we need not fear what the consequences will be. I pray that God give us the heart to love truth and speak truth and live truth. Amen. I want to reaffirm that it is very important to make our resolution moment by moment, especially in the morning to walk by the truth. And like we've been told today, say to yourself, I will walk by the truth. Say to your heart. Say it so that you can hear it. For me, it's a good thing to realize this thing again, that actually, that we receive strength of purpose. God will give us strength of purpose. He'll give us faith. He'll stimulate us, strengthen us to be able to walk by this principle. It is important to wrap the mind around a particular aim and I want to say that one of the things that can help us to this is to study study to show yourselves approved the Bible says so a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth study to show yourself approved unto God the points of truth which we hope to live by we need to spend some time to evaluate it and involve the spirit of god to show us the true import of what we believe in the book of second peter one the bible will talk about adding to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge it is true that we may start on the, our journey at the point of faith you may hear the word of God by a speaker or through the Holy Spirit impressing upon your mind some certain truths and for joy your heart may leap yes and you begin the journey 
But that word which you have heard has to be cultivated. The word of God has to abound in you. You have to spend some time evaluating your position prayerfully so that you, the word of God can take root in you. The seed that is sown can take root in you. And you don't feel ashamed or feel like you are the odd. If it's a subject on health, you have to take time. Read materials, read um, study books. That was what Paul did when he gave his life to Christ. The Bible talks about him being in Arabia, the Mount of Arabia. He spent some time evaluating his position. About three years, as we have begun the journey of faith, <clears throat> we don't need to be in the, in the superficial stage any longer. What position have you taken? Whether scientific or um, religious facts that can confirm you in the truth, find it and stand on it. So that when you meet different situations by the help of the Holy Spirit, you don't feel ashamed or feel like you're in the odd. Know what you believe in. Know it for yourself. Not because someone told you. It is good. Some, God obviously has to walk through someone. He has to walk through a preacher or through a means or the other. But take your time to know for yourself the truth. Prayerfully. I believe God is willing. He'll be willing to confirm these things in our heart. Jesus would, would always say, have you not read? And Paul would tell Timothy, he, say, he said to him, Till I come, give diligence, give attendance to reading till I come. Give heed to reading. Yes, we need to evaluate, re-evaluate our position, study prayerfully to confirm ourselves. That's the first point. Then secondly, you need to check your experience. How has it been with you with the, how, in the ways which you have been living in times past? I figured out in that if we can take our minds back before becoming Christians, how has it been? How was it when you did not know Christ? When you were walking after your own carnal desires, after the flesh, like has been expressed earlier before now, the guilt, the restlessness, the lack of peace, fear here and there, not being able to place the cause of one thing or the other always anxious how was it when you never knew Christ in health in morality in efficiency how was it so that coming into this Jesus will say if anyone wants to build a house or a tower he has to sit down and count the cost so that in coming to Christ you understand that see I've been there you say to yourself I've been there and I know what it felt like being in that position. No, you're not going back where my will was lost, where my, my individuality was lost, my ability to say no was lost. I was in chains and enslaved. I can't go back because you know where you came from. God has delivered us from the works of darkness. How can we now return back to our vomit? So I want to encourage us to take first reevaluate our position study more to add more to your faith and to your virtue add more knowledge as the bible counsels then secondly evaluate your position what it was before your past experiences compared to it what it is now whatever lies satan brings to you whatever ill feelings whatever feelings 
The Bible says that even if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart. Sometimes Satan arouses feelings in your mind to feel like, make you feel like you're losing. But pause a little bit and reevaluate your past and the present. And you find out that it is better to walk with Christ. For me, the fact that I can receive attributes I did not have. The reading talks about it. You're receiving, God is removing the evil traits of character that we were born with or we have cultivated and he's putting into you new ones. It's not something you can buy. You can't buy character in the market. It's not bought by degree or by affiliation. It's not bought. It's a gift of God for those who follow him. Behold what manner of love the Father has given unto us that we should be called the sons of God. It's by walking in truth that we get these attributes. We've been told we'll be happy. And truly, the secret of happiness is not in food. It's not in people you know. It's in walking by the principles of God. So I pray that we will take these principles to heart. Evaluate your position of truth and go back in time and see your experience. And today you find out that God has been good. He has been good. God bless us. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you. We thank you for these words you've given us today to even live by. You say that the nations will see and know and say that this is the wisdom of the people. For what, for the words you've given us will make us wise unto salvation. And that we'll live the truth and speak the truth and enjoy the truth. We need to sell the kingdom of God to these people so that they will see and come out. From the things that have entangled them. Help us, O oh Lord, to put to practice the things we learn. We're learning from thee. This is our prayer to Christ our Lord. Amen.